It's a good show. Yacht or Yacht, Volume Fifty Eight of the Beyond Yacht Rock Podcast Mini. So, JD Riznar, Hollywood Steve, Dave Hunter. You wrote. What a, is this? You wrote them in. You asked if they're Yacht or Yacht. We answer your questions this is for you, Dave. This one's written in by Shane Capuchin. Is that a kind of monkey? Yes, yes it, is. it is, and a monk. That's not the little people that tie down Gulliver. Probably is. No, Lilliputian. <laughs> That's. Shane says not really close. Hunter, <laughs> but yes, that they're yeah they're from Lilliput. They're the Lilliputians. Uh, Shane writes. Hunter mentioned that there was two songs by noted folk rock Lame Wads America that would have a possible chance to get on. Just one missed, but I present you with what I assume is the other. No. And while it's not pure yacht, I do feel it fits proto yacht country. What? That song. Sister Golden Hair by America. Oh, boy. Shane, I got a special message for you. Do you ever listen to Yacht or Yacht ever? This is the poster boy for Yacht Rock. It's white as a Saskatchewan snowfall. I think I wrote this on Adderall. It's the first time I wrote on Adderall. (laughs) I was uh, really coming up with some phrases. This is Campfire Simplicity. It's acoustic guitar driven. It's from 1975, so it's out of the era. There's no elite personnel. I'm shocked. Shocked. That we didn't put this on the original Nyat Rock episode back in the early days of the podcast. Uh, I blame myself for that. I, I, I was pushing Roxy Musics more than this because I thought that was a good example of how smooth doesn't necessarily mean yacht. But in hindsight, it's also not a song that a lot of people mistake for Yacht Rock like this one is. Yeah, not a single person. That's what we were telling you at the time. But it was a good example. We just should have had this song in there somewhere. It's all of our fault. It's it's all of our fault. Uh, I just want to point out that I can't imagine grown men singing this song. Um, And also, I want to make it very clear that this is not one of the maybes that could get America close. I gotta say, that is really funny that growing, you can't imagine grown men singing these songs. This is, this is the kind of music that Yacht Rock is a response to. It's these schmaltzy boy men singing these sentimental yeah. jams this is around the campfire. For, this is perfect for kids bop. And then it takes a huge turn and jazz is, is, is brought into it and you have to be complicated you have to be good at music to write it and it's about human men. It's about heartbroken, lonely fools. That's what Yacht Rock is. This is just about some... Yeah, it's not some about goof. sentimental hippies. <laughs> it's it's about... Yeah, he's just skipping down the country road. Bop-doo-wop. Bop-doo-wop. Going to the Bop-a-doo-wop. country. They, they like to... I bet you they point a lot of fingers while yeah, they're singing this. Yeah, a lot of finger this. pointing. I love this song. Not a Yacht Rock song. Bop-doo-wop. This is anger t- territory. Yeah, this is anger territory. Five. Two... Uh, I'm, I was also going to give it a five, and Steve? 63. <laughs> <laughs> essential. Um, it's essential. Nine. 5.25. That's high. That is Miat Yacht Rock. 
Jason Schofield wrote in the song, next song. He says, I heard you guys mention this guy's name before, Ooh. but you never yachtskied any of his tunes. In the yacht pocket, Bonanza personnel. He's from Detroit as well. He passed away this February. Probably last February. Yeah, some of these are <laughs> kind of old. <laughs> Hashtag yacht and yacht. Leon Ware slipping away from his 1982 self-titled album. Uh, according to Jason, I'm not going to dig any deeper than this. The album song credits are thusly uh, backing vocals, Bill Champlin, bass, Nathan East, drums, Jeff Picaro, electric piano, Rhodes, David Foster, guitar, Dean Parks, percussion, Lenny Castro, piano, rhythm, David Page, written by David Foster, David Page, Leon Ware, Bonanza. And don't forget, copy and paste, J.D. Risner. Is that in there? <laughs> No, I just, oh. <laughs> just because it was an electric piano. Rhodes. Rhodes. <laughs> piano oh, yeah. rhythm. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a rhythm pianist on this. I song. recognize a copy and paste from Discogs. Oh I copy and pasted this from Jason's email. Oh, oh you did? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, and he probably copied and pasted it from Discogs. Wow. Uh, we got to the bottom of that caper. Mr. Show Listen. It's all about thrills and chills and drama. Yeah, drama. You sure it's not Schofield? I don't give a fuck. I say Schofield. All right. Yeah, if, if he wants uh, if he wants us to pronounce it right, he should make it phonetic. Uh, it worked great for Scott. Yeah, tell us, <laughs> tell us that it rhymes tweet, with Sprite. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. oh, it's like Sprite. It clearly did not rhyme with Sprite. No, no we, we all, we all so. like Sprite. It's a delicious beverage. All right, so thanks, Jason. This, um, if we... If we haven't made it, to, we have made it to the chorus, Sohn. listen. This, this yachts your socks off. This album was actually produced by Toto's David Page. And I don't think I've seen that producing credit from him very often. Um, this is definitely has some yacht elements. It's very strong ones, as a matter of fact. Um, but toward the end, it sort of goes off the rails like this. But I'm not sure it beats it goes, itself. Now, yeah, this no, is a think, little spacey. Yeah, it's, it's, it's in outer space. Yeah, a little but Gary Wright era. This era. could be in the ocean. I, I need. Yeah, it's. it's I need yeah, this space. Be, yeah, it's, it's, this somebody's is floating. Like, I don't know if necessarily. This is like navigating by the stars. Yeah. Now. Yeah. They went right down into a submarine, but then they came back up yeah. and saw the stars at night. Inner space. Good movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you mention? <laughs> did you mention? No, so so Leon Ware, like there, this guy has a history. He's uh, he's best known for writing Marvin Gaye's. Uh, his hit "I Want You" and pretty much most of the album of the same name from 1976. Uh, the story is that Marvin needed a follow-up to "Let's Get It On," and they heard Leon Ware's demos for his next album, which is going to be called "Musical Massage." Mm. And they heard Leon Ware's demos. They're like, "We think this should be Marvin's next album." So they basically just took Leon Ware's album away from him. Gave it to Marvin Gaye, and Leon Ware wrote an entirely new set of songs and released that as Musical Massage. Wow. Sexy. And he also he also has a, a history going back with Quincy Jones. Oh. Uh, he, was, he, he was a singer and a co-writer on uh, 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 the Body Heat album from 1974 when Quincy was still mostly doing It's jazz. another good movie. Mm, yeah, it is. Um, he also wrote Just This One Night by Diodato. Mm. Mm. 
Um, which JD, you were the only one to put it on the boat. And but I and looking back and listening back, I think I may have underrated it a little bit. Well, we we're probably due for a couple re-rates. Yeah, boring. Yeah. Moving on. Let's get back to this movie Interspace. <laughs> they shrink down Martin Short like real small. Martin Sheen. No. Put him inside no, uh, Dennis Quaid, right? Yeah. <laughs> Randy Quaid? No, it was Dennis Quaid inside Dennis Martin Hopper? Short. Oh. Oh, he was inside Martin yeah, Short? Yeah, and they had to get oh, him out. That makes more sense. And, so Martin Short and could Martin be, Short had be to a wackadoo. Spit, spit swap with, uh, with uh, Meg Ryan? Probably. Was it Meg Ryan? Mm-hmm. It's like Ghost, but with a little fella and inside. That, and then he, and then he found <laughs> Dennis. Dennis Quaid found out she was pregnant with his baby, so he really needed to get out. That you know, it was just good drama in that mm-hmm. movie. It was a yeah. very dramatic movie. Speaking of drama, what are we going to rate this song? I have no idea. I have no idea. What could this be? It's a little too R and B to for to be is strong. It, is it slipping mm-hmm. away not, from yacht? It's not strong yacht, but it's it's solid. Yeah, that, that personnel alone I, gives it thirty. Yeah, if I take if I take it as solid, straightforward, I start at seventy five. Mm-hmm. And this doesn't have a whole lot to bring it above seventy five. It's there because of the personnel and the sound, but it is a little R and B. I'm going to stay at seventy five. I'm going to take it down to fifty five. Wow, it's too R and B, man. But it's I'm, a yacht rock I song. disagree. Yeah, I think this is I think this is right there with um, something by George Benson. You know what? I'm being an asshole. Yeah. Sixty nine. Yeah. Nice dude. Noice. So now we got drama and sex. Wait. I, I gave it a seventy because it's sixty nine plus one. Oh, nice. <laughs> so when you mean <laughs> I'm uh Nobody can see what you did. Sixty nine point oh. I'm giving it a 79, because that's 69 plus 10. <laughs> Sounds painful. This is like two holes. <laughs> Man. Uh, uh, 73.25. Boy, that almost didn't make it. That's yacht. I'll drama on that. <coughs> Next song written in by Calum Henderson is Larry John McNally. Sleep on it. Calum writes... The fool who wrote Fotown classic, the Motown song, released a toe-dipping self-titled album in 1981 featuring some hot personnel, including not one, but two Feldmans. This, so- this song is about a desperate fool and features a scorching buzzy feet and solo. So oh, One of the Feldmans has nothing to do with the other Feldman. Yeah. It just happens to have be a Feldman. Yeah. Like each of us, Larry John's not famous enough to have his own Wikipedia page. Uh, Larry John McNally, the singer of this song. So allow me to read from his website bio. Would you make it dramatic? Yeah. Yeah. Larry John McNally's songs have the plain spoken eloquence of a Raymond Carver story (laughs) with fluent... Chandler, you're making it more dramatic. Yeah. Raymond Carver story with fluid guitar work that recalls Hendrix. (laughs) Like the homeless guy uh, behind my house (laughs) who frequently recalls Hendrix. Larry John's McNally's career began in 1981 with the release of his debut album on Columbia Records. Perhaps best categorized as a singer-songwriter-guitarist. That's not a category. He calls his (laughs) blend of literary lyrics and blues folk jazz guitar style... Folk Hendrix. Hendrix. (laughs) No, I think he's misquoted. He just really doesn't like Hendrix. Man, (laughs) fuck Hendrix. Okay, Folk Hendrix. 
He continues to record and perform both as a solo artist and with his trio in clubs and concert venues from Tokyo to Kokomo. Is that an example of his literary lyrics? Yep. (laughs) And Tokyo is an actual place. He is well known. Kokomo is in Indiana. In Indiana, yeah. I just had this conversation with somebody yesterday. He is well known in many circles as a songwriter. Songwriter, it's kind of like how Fox News say. Some are saying Obama hates America. <laughs> it's me and my cousin. Um, the the lyrical guitar-driven songs have been covered by artists from the Eagles, Don Henley, to Bonnie Raitt, Rod Stewart, Joe Cocker, the Staple Singers, and Aaron Neville. LJM's own recordings are coveted treasures among his devotees and delightful finds for those who happen to upon them for the first time. They are filled with songs of passion, angst, city lights, and more. <laughs> yes. All with the unique ability to create both an aural as well as a visual cinematic-like impression. He's creating visual impressions with his songs. And I just want you to don't mention- have to put cinematic-like impression. You can just say cinematic impression. I, I, I just want to mention that uh, those, those who just happen upon him for the first time end up becoming devotees. Uh, and albums like this become coveted treasures. I mean, good luck finding one. <laughs> they yeah, I, yeah. They've all been coveted. <laughs> I remember working in the uh, All Music Guide offices and we would just get fucking press releases like this all all the time it just you'd have to you'd have to read through this and then parse what it actually meant when you were trying to write these people up <laughs> and i i will say tom scott's on this along with victor feldman which is, i think the la express connection so, so somebody did appreciate his work yeah. hey, listen this guy's ridiculous in his bio on his website but he, this is a it's a good song. It's a it's a the kind of yacht rock song I would give. Make it dramatic. It's the kind of yacht rock song I would. This give. This song fucking sucks. I would give a sixty-two. I'd give this a sixty. Sixty-two. A sixty. I would give it sixty-two. This song. Sixty-two. 62. <laughs> no, 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 no. Take this song and I'd give it a sixty. Okay. I'll go sixty-two. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve. <laughs> oh man, I uh, I don't hear any folk or Hendrix in this. <laughs> I mean, JD gave it the right score the first time. I don't know why he changed it. But Steve, okay, what are you giving? Um, I I I I dig this. I'm gonna give it a 66. I think it's pretty pretty yachty, despite the description. And we got us a 62.5. That's Yacht. Wait, a 62.5 or a 60 also? 62.5. It would be strange if we got a 60, 60 and also, also point five. <laughs> You're right, it was a 60 was also point 60 five. Was it a 60 or was it a 0.5? It was 60, also point five. Quite a spread. This song. Well, we made that joke funny for a minute. Um, then we just turned it back around. All right. I had to pull something. I had to pull something because we had already done it. So I, I pulled this one off Twitter. This is from Stuart Watson at Stuart Watson, music journalist at 
C. Molanfi. Do you know this guy? You know this yeah, guy. Chris Molanfi. Okay. He writes for Slate. He does a column about uh, like why is this song number one. He also does a podcast for the oh. called Hit Parade. Sure has a lot. He more also likes our show. Okay, good. Now fuck you then. All right, this is. So, uh, this guy just called Smokey Robinson's being with you, Yat Soul, but I don't see it on the chart. Is he right? Hashtag Yat or Yat. Thank um, you for using the hashtag, Stuart. I don't know about this one. I think this is Soul Soul. I'm not hearing a ton of Yat on this, but there are some nice e-piano tinkles. There's also, like, that Photown Chank Chank. It could be a Photown Yat gr- crossover? Chank Chank. Chank, chank, yeah, I remember the right? chank, chank. Yeah, you remember the chank. Yeah, we all remember it. Chank, chank. It's a thing. I was, yeah. I was saying chink, chink. That was my mistake. No, it's chank. It's chank. You're looking at me like I had said chink, chink. No, I'm not. No, I'm looking at Hunter like you said it. I was chank, chank. That's what yeah. they give guys not... chank because they make this noise on their guitar. Yeah, we get it. It was just you brought it back. Good for you. You were paying attention to the podcast. Yeah, that's the only thing. Man, you know, you, look at this. I was, I was just like, look at this fucking suck up over here and sucking up the podcast. I think <laughs> suck it, up. I think if an anthropologist listened to all our episodes of our podcast and tried to figure out what I'm all about, I think that they would find that I really don't want to be racist against Asians, <laughs> but I can't. <laughs> in trying not to be, I actually end up being more. Really am. Yeah. 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 I, I hear that's you, man. My thing. I'm exactly the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Not true. Uh, um, I'm going to put this on the boat. Only because that. You hear that? Did you hear that part that just went? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like a wave crashing against your boat. Yeah, just that wind. It's like the wind bringing a wave across everything. I don't... I wish... I wish the, the, the bridge wasn't as sultry, but I love that. I love the sweeping... Over this, and also I think this this, I think Smokey was taking a lot of Yacht Soul cues on this particular album, and this song. So I'm gonna give this a 51. Uh, I'm the one who actually uh, told Chris that this was close enough to to justify using the term. All right, so this is although it was one. kind of a moot point, but he he had already recorded his podcast episode, uh, and then checked in after the fact. Uh, like, wait, did I did I get this right? And I, it's close. I think he did. You know, I, I think about that. I I put "Lovely Day" on the boat big time, and this is yachtier than that. But I'm still gonna give it a 55. I filmed in Smokey Robinson's neighborhood once. Oh no! Oh, yeah. Again? Did you talk to him? He was one of those guys that didn't like filming in his neighborhood. Yeah. What do you uh, say? Those are, those are bad people. He said, "I'm not interested. Don't park in front of my house." And it was through the Buy uh, my albums. It was through the box, through the speaker box. But you could tell his eyes were beautiful. Sixty. I also want to say this is from the weird mustache era of Smokey Robinson. <laughs> yeah, right? it's very yeah. unusual era. That's why I gave it a fifty-one and not a fifty. <laughs> Steve, did you give it a number? No, I didn't. Uh, before I give my number, I want to plug an episode of Chris's podcast that I really enjoyed. It was uh, it was called The Great War Against the Single, or The Great War on the Single, and it's a very detailed, meticulously researched history of how record companies gradually phased out the single over the course of the 80s and 90s, and the havoc that that played on the charts, and how it affected album sales, and 
how it paved the way for the music industry to lose all their business to downloading. It's a really good episode. I highly recommend it. And this song gets a 52. I, w- I wouldn't. I would have thought that the single was phased out earlier than the '80s and '90s. I might. I might have to. Check oh no! I, bu- I mean, I bought singles like cassette singles, all like late '80s, early '90s. I definitely bought they- the cassette single for, um, or one, or bought the cassette single for. Um, Ricky Martin, v- Livin' La Vida Loca. <laughs> oh, okay. So they they still no, have them that way. I bought singles too. But I guess my point was that like the music industry used to be completely based on singles. Right, and he'll trace that evolution yeah, over the yeah, course yeah, of that yeah, episode. Yeah. When I worked at Tower Records, when people asked for where the singles were, we all rolled our eyes. We were like, right here, buddy. Yeah. Right here. Somebody came in and said, who was the, not Paula Abdul, it was uh, Jennifer MC Lopez. Scat? Jennifer Scat? Lopez. Oh. No, no, that guy's sweet. And I'm still upset that my wife wouldn't let me, and it, never mind. Um, did MC Scat Cat let you film at his house? No, my wife worked with Paula Abdul, and I was like, you've got to have her number. Let's call her and see what MC Scat Cat was like. And she wouldn't do it. Um, no, people would come in and ask for singles, and we'd kind of roll our eyes. Like, oh, you're that kind of listener. Mm-hmm. You just want the song you already know. Mm-hmm. Little did you know, they were supporting your career at the record store. I wouldn't call it a career. They go away, your job goes away. Well, not now. Yeah, I... I left there under, uh, we were both happy to part ways when I left. You uh-huh. stole a lot of CDs. No, uh, actually it was... You jerked off in a lot of bathrooms. Okay. Yeah. A, yeah okay. Um, <laughs> 54. 5. They had porn there. They sold porn at Tower, man. What are you going to do? That's Yacht Rock. Whoa. Whoa. <coughs> Wait, uh, oh, it must be dramatic. Well, we can say, wow. <laughs> Graham Fisher wrote this in. Wanted to find something big, and I'm hoping I found it. Paul Clark, drawn to the light. It might be a little too sax heavy, but the bounce is real, and I call it top shelf arc rock. Yeah, Jesus. What the fuck is arc rock? Michael. What the fuck does that Nothing. mean? It doesn't exist. You lose the plot. Michael McDonald either ghost wrote it, or he should sue for pleasures and listen to this. Listen. <laughs> it's ridiculous, man. This is this is, is going to be. He's called to the cross. Yeah. This is. I'm going to make Jesus. I'm going to make a dramatic woe. I'm going to make that woe at the beginning dramatic. Is this woe enough to be essential? This one's grooving into the harbor. I, it's a good catch, Graham Fisher. Um, I've never heard Mike McDonald's voice ripped off quite this blatantly and poorly. <laughs> and I've heard Rick Astley music. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this guy uh, just looks Yacht Rock, if you, especially if you see the album cover. Dave, I know you like visual cues. Yeah, I actually have it pulled up here. Uh, pull that up. He's got, the, he's got everything. He's got the bad haircut, decent beard. Uh, denim his shirt with uh, button snaps undone just enough to see that he's hairless real nice lean uh, ar- arms folded to give the illusion of both pecs and biceps but you know what do yourself a favor Dave Dave do yourself a favor everybody pick up this album and flip it over to the back to see mm-hmm. a massive dem- denim clad flat butt show me, show yeah. me that again yeah dear mirror for- forums am I right De- Oh, guess so unimpressive. Yeah. Okay. The late 70s, you get those high-waist jeans that kind of make your ass disappear. Yeah. Dear Mirror for- Forums. And he's looking up to the sky, like, as if to say, Hey, Jesus. 
Don't look behind me. <laughs> um, you forgot something. <laughs> That's what he was pointing at his butt. <laughs> this is from... Hey, God, you forgot something back there. Uh, yeah, let's, uh, <laughs> let's work on the old welcome mat. That's what I call my butt. Um, this is... <laughs> my spine hurts. <laughs> I've been sitting a lot. And it's... <laughs> and it hurts. It hurts. It hurt me. Um... This is from Paul Clark's 1982 album, Drawn to the Light. There's no personnel note except for one we need to start keeping our eye on. Hadley Hawkinsmith on guitar. I, rem I remember he did a smoking Yacht guitar solo on the last Yacht Jesus song we asked a few minisodes ago. So I'm seeing a pattern. Hadley Hawkinsmith just might be the Steve Lukather of Yacht Jesus. Also, I skimmed this album, or I skimmed at least like half the album. I didn't want to uh, <laughs> get this guy to turn me into a radical Christian extremist. Yeah, you got to be careful. Yeah. Listen, uh, how's your butt? It's rotund. Okay, then, then, yeah. then you're not you're not looking at Jesus the same way he was. Yeah, I'm drawn to the dark still. But this is the only song where it seems like he channels McDonald this blatantly. You know, there's a few more yachters on this on the album, I think. But this is this is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Um. So I'm 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 giving this an 85. Yeah, I mean this is everything we want in a low low grade yacht. Like it a, is. This is like a low budget yacht rock song. This is like the guy that you call when you're trying to do a movie, and you can't afford Michael McDonald, so you get someone to create a, a sound alike song. This is what you get when you can't afford pages. Yeah. Or and, I, and I want to remind you guys about Greg Gidry. Who like went to high school with Michael McDonald and sounds just like Michael McDonald? <laughs> I forgot about him. This is this is the guy you write a song for Michael McDonald. You call this guy. Will you sing it for me? So when I give it to him, he'll know what he sounds like, and then he's listens yeah, he to demos it. Demos it. Yeah. This is the demo track. This is good. This is the guy. <laughs> nah, he's he's. Uh, I can't put him that close to essential, even though the sound is. Uh, yeah. Like generic, a little too cheap. It's, it's the generic version of Michael McDonald. Dave, yeah. were you about to say that this is the guy who gives Michael McDonald to ex-girlfriends? <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're about to do? I was honestly, yeah, I was right there. Oh, wow, we've been friends a long time. Uh, Eighty, seventy-nine. <laughs> wow. I love everything about it except the fucking lyrics. Uh, so I'm going to give it a 77. Gotta say, every Yacht Jesus artist is a fool. Yep. Giving their money to some rich-ass pastor driving a fucking Mercedes while he tells them he's going to save their souls. Mm -hmm. Every single Yacht Jesus hey, they artist sold albums, is man. a fool. They sold albums. Yeah. This, guy's, this guy's got denim money. Maybe he's double, a, double denim. <laughs> and more more important than just selling albums, they saved souls. Yeah. Alright, 80.25. That's Yacht Rock. Where you going, Dave? Right over here. Only got one more. Last song. It's a good one. Oh, okay. Mike Tursky foreigner waiting for a girl like you and he writes 
Just tell me I'm wrong so I can get on with my life. I love you guys. <laughs> I'm sure he has a lot of very stupid friends who are like, I love Yacht Rock. Foreigner, waiting for a girl like you? It's on my jam. Yeah. It's on all my lists. Eddie Money? Love that Yacht Rock guy, oh, Eddie cool. Money. This is my this is my favorite my favorite uh, write-up. My favorite, uh, what, what do you want to call this? What do we want to call these people, these submissions? Fans? No. Submitters? This, no. And the text that they write with the their, text, with their yeah. suggestion. I guess it's just a submission. Yeah, their email. How about blurb? Yeah, blurb. This is my favorite yacht blurb. Their letter. Yattern yacht yeah. blurb. Yeah. Um, for this is from Foreigner's 1981 album, Four. Uh, the personnel are members of Foreigner. This actually has a nice e-piano, but the song structure is so simple and unsurprising. Uh, the beat is so straightforward and simple. Jeff Beccaro wouldn't even recognize it as a drum beat. It's true. He'd be like, what's that? I don't recognize that at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is somebody walking? Sounds just like him. Yeah. Except now it's cool. Sounds like pedestrian. Sounds like a couple people playing a really slow game of ping pong. <laughs> <laughs> JD, you just made a joke and didn't like. Is, no. this, is, oh. is somebody walking because knew, this is pedestrian? I knew I was making that joke. Oh, I knew it. Uh, I, I I put it together <laughs> for the people at home who didn't catch in between. Yeah, you yourself. can't let. You, you don't want to let those hang because Dave certainly didn't catch it. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna rate this surprisingly high. Okay, um, this is I'm I'm gonna say this is an arena rock ballad. Yeah, and uh, those tend to be smoother than most. Arena rock songs, uh, and and typically from the correct era, uh, but make no mistake, this is just a rocker doused in syrup. It's not yet rock Mm-mm. in my mind. I'm gonna I get. Mean, oh, go ahead. See, yeah, yeah. It, it does have a few like unexpected chord changes. Sounds like for an arena right rock ballad. Yeah, for an arena rock ballad. <laughs> Foreign arena rock band. Wow, you guys are. You just made a joke and you didn't realize. Yeah, I, I was know. just pointing out his joke that he made. I didn't make you a joke. I didn't realize tonight. it. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure for the people at home that Steve made a joke, but I didn't. And you guys pointed out to me that I accidentally made well, a joke. Well, this is why I made it for which I am out. grateful. Oh, you're welcome. Um, I'm a thirty. <laughs> I'm giving it a 40, forty-one. 25 34 It's a little complexity away from being a Yacht Rock song it's Just too pandery to I like the, the The keys in there sound like A Cars song Yeah Yeah that take I retract my last statement Alright so 32.5 By the way, Ocean City Defender is cooking up a full-length version of this song. Then we can yacht-ski it. Once it's a real song out there. That's what I'm talking about. Then we can yacht-ski it. And maybe by the next episode, it'll be ready. Yacht themes, here we come. Send your Yacht and Yacht questions via Twitter at Yacht Rock, hashtag Yacht or Yacht. Go to yachtandyacht.com to look at the yacht-ski scale. Thanks to Webmeister Patrickology at Hand Glops. Find the certified Yacht playlist by following J.D. Riznar on Spotify, archived by Samuel J. Hill at S. Hill The Voice. The playlist is archived on YouTube by Matt Bird, so follow him on Twitter at Wingnoit for updates. 
theme and bumper by Ocean City Defender. Thanks to producer Matt Russo for putting us on the net. 